This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, June 25th, 2010. I'm Caleb Brown. The removal of Stanley McChrystal from overseeing forces in Afghanistan may do precious little to refocus attention on the viability of the larger Afghan mission. President Obama, for his part, may have as much faith as ever in a top-down solution for a country that has resisted precisely that kind of planning for a very long time. So says Malou Innocent, foreign policy analyst at the Cato Institute. How do you assess the McChrystal episode, given his replacement, David Petraeus, has had a fairly downbeat assessment of the Afghanistan mission, especially very recently? I think that the episode with General Stanley McChrystal has served to obscure the deeper problems within Afghanistan and the larger problems with the mission more generally. In fact, the recent offensive in Marja in southern Afghanistan has been widely condemned as a failure. In fact, General McChrystal referred to it as a bleeding ulcer. Uh, It's widely known now that the Afghan police patrol it during the day, the Taliban patrol it at night. And this was supposed to be a village that was going to be touted as, you know, this new surge of momentum for the coalition. And unfortunately, again, that's sort of been, been failing. This is also one reason why the the Kandahar offensive has been pushed back to autumn. Uh, this was supposed to be something that happened in, in the summertime, but there have been many problems in sort of having enough Afghan officials that can hold territory once cleared. Uh, there are problems also with the level of support within the Afghan people for those offensives. Uh, so this whole episode, this whole controversy with McChrystal has really just sort of overshadowed these deeper problems with the mission. Is it reasonable to call Hamid Karzai a scapegoat for, for Western uh, officials who may or may not believe that a stable government actually that a stable government that encompasses the entirety of the country can emerge? Right. And Hamid Karzai is definitely a corrupt and illegitimate character. He definitely was had a hand in stealing the election last autumn in the Afghan presidential elections. His uh, half-brother, Ahmed Wali Karzai, is a notorious drug kingpin. He profits off of uh, foreign uh, contractors. And so there's a great deal of corruption surrounding the Afghan government and Afghan officials. However, I think we've also sort of elevated Hamid Karzai to a status that he doesn't deserve. We've imposed a great deal of these sort of nation-building burdens onto him. We're expecting him to create a viable, non-corrupt, stable electoral democracy where one hasn't really existed. Even the most stable period in Afghanistan's history was a monarchy. And so really when we look at the sort of uh, centralized, the strong centralized government that they, that we want, even historically looking back at Afghanistan's history, it's been usually a sort of decentralized arrangement. Even under the monarchy, it's very decentralized and allowed the periphery to sort of have a say. Under the current system that we have and that we're imposing on Hamid Karzai, uh, he chooses all the district level officials, all the governors, all the provincial governors. And so again, it's sort of a tightly uh, bound system. And with that system, it incentivizes corruption It incentivizes sort of the, the problems that we've been having over the past several years as far as people profiting off of the coalition and playing the donors off of one another. And it doesn't seem to be a strategy that is winnable, at least for the foreseeable future. Where does the mission stand? Is it possible to get another another reevaluation of of the the credibility of the mission as a whole? Uh, I think sadly, President Obama still has faith in this counterinsurgency effort. Uh, for some bizarre reason, he believes that you know shifting. Uh, squares on an organizational chart will all of a sudden create a viable Afghan strategy when it won't. The problem is the strategy itself, the notion that we can clear and hold and build and win hearts, minds, all these sort of slogans that don't operate effectively on the ground. I think going forward, I think that President Obama will stick to his pledge to be in the withdrawal of U.S. forces 
uh, from Afghanistan in July 2011. However, we won't simply pull out of the region entirely. There will definitely be a residual force. And I mean, in all honesty, I think we will sort of quote unquote win. Uh, the United States will put a nice pink bow on the top of this thing and call it a victory, even though there will be a great deal of violence uh, still roiling this region for the foreseeable future. Malou Innocent is a foreign policy analyst at the Cato Institute. You can read more of her writings at Cato.org. 